Cows are tough. I mean, do you ever just wake up some days and feel like your bones aren't your bones anymore? Of course you do, you're old. Uh, not old like the old, but you should take your vitamins. Right, Celie? Or, or. I feel like I'm in a whole new world of training and I'm rusty. It's like everything I knew about being a trainer has changed. After Jackie and Lotsa punched some bulls, we kept on riding and looking for a place to sleep. I think we found a spot up ahead, but it looks like we're gonna have to clean house first. Right soon. Pearl, you, Luca, Sully, and Ringo have continued to ride westward toward the strange formation in search of shelter as the afternoon light sinks lower in the sky. Ooh. Up ahead, it's still hard to tell what exactly this landmark is. Stone, trees, big pile of dirt, who knows? You've noticed some movement up ahead. Specifically, you and Luca noticed one creature flying around in the sky and then something else moving below. But... As much of the grass has begun to fade into dusty dirt and even sand, you have not seen any other significant opportunities for a sheltered evening rest. So how are you proceeding? Are you still moving toward the this whatever it is up ahead? Well, folks, it looks like we got to do a little pest control before we can lay our heads down. We're moving. Yeah, well, hopefully it won't be anything, you know, too big and bad. I mean... Famous last words, Luca. <laughs> 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 yeah, we're moving. Great. I mean, we're going to try to be sneaky, but we'll see how that goes, because right. that is my life. <laughs> uh, are you specifically trying to sneak up there? Yeah, man, when in doubt, sneak up. Sure, go ahead and roll to just accept challenge with agility with advantage, because it is the wide open plains. So I roll another dice. Yes, you roll three, and you take the lowest two. Wow, I rolled the same number for both. It's fine. Um, I take the lowest two? The lowest two when you have disadvantage. Wait, I have dis? I thought you said advantage. A disadvantage. Anybody else heard advantage? Like, advantage. It is the like wide open plains the in the one. middle of the day. When did you say dis? Okay, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> what am I adding? Nothing. Because I have nothing. You have no agility, right? <laughs> It's a six minus one, five. Wait, is it a minus one in agility? It sure is, man. Oh, I thought your minus one was in my. I oh, forgot. no. It's agility. <laughs> I I'm just coming down this hill. We're going down the hill. And we're down the hill. Hey. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Look at me. I'm doing a sashay little turn. I am Pearl and I'm a terrible. <laughs> so you are not really stealthing. Uh, and stealthing through dance <laughs> and uh, song. You said with a, with a six minus one, uh, uh, a five then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is a full failure. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, as you're approaching, you see that whatever is, like, up there, even from a distance, you're pretty sure that it absolutely knows that you're coming. <laughs> hey, who's in my party again? In your party? Yeah. What a great question. <laughs> what an excellent question. Currently in your party, you have got Fanta, Mudslide and Pebble, Jackie, Darla, Levy, and then Celie's in the non-combatant scarf. And then Luca is rocking Max, Hercules, Lotza, Clefairy, Roxanne, and then Tufus is wearing the non-combatant leather jacket vest thing. And of those in your party, who's at the front right now? Let's make it Levy. Levy! Dude, I want you to get the experience. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Yeah. I think that, uh, hmm, let's see. For Luca, I'm not sure if he's rocking lots of still right now or after, you know, she did a lot of work in the whole uh, Buffalant Toros situation. Uh, if he wants to go to somebody else, you know what? Just because he's focusing on, you know, stuff for the tournament, I think he's going to keep lots of. And just because y'all last time was a lot for my brain when we kind of first hopped in there, I, I put some things out there that were stronger than I had meant to. <laughs> 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 uh, I also did not keep track of uh, anyone's uh, health and PP from that one. Oh, great. I thought you were about to say experience, and I was like, oh my God. No. Well, the good thing is, no. <laughs> It was six experience each, if I remember correctly. Yeah. 
but no. So uh, we're going to say that Sully, she was like, great job, you good little bass. Uh, here you go. Take a little... Take a little load off, have a little healy heal. Uh, she healed up the two of them because in their new stat systems and health and things, I, I did not. Thus saith the DM. Ta-da! Oh, look at that! There's a helpful adult around. Wow. That was so responsible, I can barely handle it. We are sneaking. We are sneaky, sneaky. Right, well, you know that, we you know, for, for sneaking purposes Usually singing isn't the best way to. Who the heck uh, are you? It's me, Ringo. I've been here tied up on this what here big. What the heck are you doing here, man? Been, I thought we gagged you. He's nope, talking. I'm not not gagged. I've been here the whole time. Yeah, no, he, he well, he was gagged He's at first, talking. but he kept on making just a lot You're of really sneaky. sort of unpleasant noises under the uh, sort of gag situation. And oh, also, hi, hi, I don't know. I felt hi. bad. It's hot. It's a hot day. It's good to see you again, Sels. Right, yeah, good to see you too. Good to hear you guys. Right, yeah, didn't really, didn't hear me too much in the last episode, did you? Kind of focused on the other two of no. you. He certainly didn't hear, not not a peep oh, from me. Oh, well, that was that was while I, I was still uh, gagged, and now I am currently bound, but uh, not gagged, as it were. You can bound me, but you can't gag me. Am I right? Sure, yeah. <laughs> You can bound my spirit, but you cannot gag my spirit. But bind your spirit? I don't know. I don't know, guys. We are sneaking. We're so sneaky, sneaky. We are sneaking. And I'll do a hop. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. As you approach, you can pretty easily note uh, a couple of things. There are multiple large rocks up ahead that seem to form some sort of loose perimeter around whatever is going on there. So it's not like one big solid thing, but it looks like something that is like kind of ground level, but there's just other rocks and things around. Uh, And among the rocks, you can see as you all get closer, you see some, you know, bits of... I mean, technically greenery, but it's not the most, not the most lush thing in the world. But there is still actually some green. It's not just the sort of red of the uh, cacti that you're used to out here in the plains at this point. But yeah, the terrain is definitely shifted at this point. You are, you are at this point officially out of the southern Podostroma Plains and fully into the uh, northern end of the Death Cap Desert, specifically the uh, northwestern side of the Death Cap Desert. On the map... You're right there where where that green and that tannish yellow are kind of slurping together in between Chanterelle City and Criminy City. That's the zone y'all are in right now. That makes sense. Great. Wow, just looking at the map, how many adventures we've had already. <laughs> so as y'all are riding there, you on Tangerine, Luca on Dozer, and then Sully slash Ringo on Cleo the Pyroar. You all are approaching, and uh, I mean, are y'all just going straight in there? Yeah, I can only we're assume. sneaking. Great. Uh, as you air quote sneak, go ahead and uh, just give me a quick read the room roll. What do I add? Dear God, that's a fail. <laughs> read the room is plus instinct. It's a five. A five. Everything's great. And it looks like whatever was here left. Guys, this is lush. I can't wait to sleep here tonight. Yeah, no, this told you this was going to be super just easy breezy. And as Lucas says, easy breezy from up above, uh, from the sunlight, the whole a shadowy figure from above swoops down as uh, also a small pink humanoid figure leaps out from behind a rock. Roll initiative. Hi, I'm Pearl. You're the same height as me. Six, I've rolled a six. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> well, if it helps, Luca rolled a five. Dang, that's not helpful. <laughs> Did our uh, outlaw Ringo roll? Now, Ringo can't use a Pokemon. That's brutal. I mean, like, his Kecleon's still around, but he's certain, like, his hands are still tied up and everything. Yeah, no, I was just thinking about that. That's very difficult. And also, Sully is, like, toward the back right now as well. Like, this is just against you and Luca. But as y'all roll initiative, a small, what looks like a a little baby eagle has swooped down at Luca, and this little pink guy uh, is running out towards you. Does the pink guy have a circle on top of its head? A circle on top of its head? Yeah, like a little, little circle cap. Like a hat? No. What are you? What are you thinking of? Like it's like um, it's very creepy. It's like a little pink guy with a. a oh, little... you mean an impidimp? No, it's 
got a round face, a blue nose, and a pink hat, and a circle on top. Oh, Mime Jr.? Yeah, maybe. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, that's what I meant. No, it is not a Mime Jr. either. <laughs> All right, we can keep playing now. No, Oh, it's... yeah, yeah, I was definitely thinking of Mime Jr. That's why I said, wow, you're super nice to be. No, <laughs> Mime Jr.'s off playing Rog and Rolio off-Broadway. Ooh, I would love to see that. Let's schedule that sometime, Seely. No, this little pink guy, this guy looks more like, like, you know, a young middle schooler who can't quite make the wrestling team. Chud? <laughs> oh, not a slowpoke. <laughs> it's humanoid. All right, but, all right, so anyways, you, who do you, you got Levy? Yeah. Great. And then uh, Luca has got Lata out right now. So the little bird is first as it... I don't know. It sounds like it sounds like a baby eagle, y'all. Uh, but it swoops down and goes to uh, try to use a peck attack, swooping down at Lotza. Ah, oh, peck it! Uh, oh dang! Peck it real good. The peck bird it. crits. Oh darn it! I shouldn't have been singing. Oof duh. Okay, cool. Wow, that tiny bird's got a high attack. <laughs> that is going to be twelve points of damage. It would be higher, but lots of fluffy. It would have been super effective, though. Not today, little bird, you wish. That is the little bird's turn. After that, it's the little dude's turn. What? Yeah, we did roll really low. As the little pink guy, he's gonna use focus energy as he's just like running honing in on this pine cone that he intends to punch real good. I'm like holding Levy and sticking him out. Hi, I'm Pearl! And as this little pink guy gets ready to uh, just unleash all of its martial prowess upon Levy, that was its extra action to use the focus energy and then it's going to shape the field plus might, which is going to be a 10, a full success. As it gets ready, cracks its knuckles very intimidatingly for the scrawny little bipedal thing that it is and is going to activate the tags M2 and M6. Not that one. Not M2. Not M2. Back out. Back out. Back out. It is going to use M1 and M6 is the one that I meant. Whenever an opponent gets within your Pokemon's melee range or starts his turn within that range, they got to tough it out plus might or take damage. And then M6, he's giving himself an extra plus one to might-based attack rolls as he jumps up and gets all in Levy's grill. Then it is your turn, Pearl. That's okay. We're basically a grill. I don't take any damage? No, because he used his extra action to do that. Yeah, but since you're starting your turn there, roll to tough it out plus might for Levy. Four. A four. With a four, you can do anything. You can climb a mountain if you believe. Only if the person is really weak in front of you. What is Levy's total health, his max health? 42. 42. Great, he takes six points of fighting damage. I did not believe hard enough. My four was not enough. <laughs> As he tries to brace himself, uh, but this little pink guy with his little brown pants uh, just punches him brown in the pants? face. Are you sure it's not a little mime? It's not a little mime. Is he, does he have really thin arms? Uh, Like they're scrawny arms. I mean, they're pretty scrawny arms. I know who it is. I have no idea what that Pokemon is, but I can see him. <laughs> and like a weirdo hairdo. Yeah, like a kind of mohawk thing going on, like a fleshy mohawk. And I go, oh, hey, look, we just need a place to stay, okay? It's nothing personal. Um, Shadow Rush. Chat. Shadow Rush. Girl, go ahead and roll for it. Ooh, what do I add? Might? Uh, plus your might. Well, uh, might or agility, whichever's higher for Shadow Rush. Nine, ten. Ten total. Excellent. Shadow Rush is 1d6 plus attack. Ten. Great. Whoa, wowza. Great. All right, 10. So that's going to be eight points of typeless damage to this tween-looking Pokemon. Tween? Uh, now I'm thrown off I again. mean, he looks like a little middle schooler. I don't know. Who forgot to put a shirt on, and he's just in his little wrestling pants. Why didn't your mom dress you when you left the <laughs> rock formation, child? Oh, Meanwhile, all right, that is your uh, main action. Would you like to do any extra action? 
I would like to scan this Pokemon. Scan it with your Pokedex, <laughs> I so I know. have to stop just using the worst possible words to know. describe this little dude. Oh my god, you guys, I just looked up Pineco's evolution for the first time. That is jarring. <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? Ew. Oh my god. What is that? You turn into a bomb mixed <laughs> with a submarine mixed with a tank. You get cannons? Ew! But You've also cool, but ew! Why? Why? It's like it's like his evolution makes him go further in upon himself. It's not like he expands and becomes like a cool, uh, just metal, sh uh, shiny armor dude. It's like his evolution is like, whoa! I've changed so much. I've seen too much of the world. I'm just gonna go encapsulate myself further, and now you'll see what my real skin is. But I'm gonna become harder and less approachable. <laughs> no growth. Oh my gosh. What? Oh, that Where's is funny. Where's the red coming from? So you scanned the little pink guy? <laughs> from Pine Glow to Fortress? I wish this oh had tank wheels. That's gosh. the only way I could really support it. You could always just slap some little Hot Wheels wheels on him. Dude, yes. Actually, we're buying roller skates if he evolves. Oh my gosh, take him to a gym, get that boy some roller skates. Yeah, for Don't sure. Don't get him eyebrow clippers, <laughs> tweezers. No, get him roller skates. Ew, I hate it and I love it. Oh my god. It gosh. still looks like he's wearing glasses though, so Levy is, is a good name. So at least we got that. Anyway, you scanned the little pink guy with your Pokedex and it says, Tyrogue, the scuffle Pokemon. Scuffle? Even though it is small, it can't be ignored because it will slug any handy target without warning. Wow, you sound like you'd be great at a gym. To this dude. <laughs> to, brush ah. <laughs> to brush up on its fighting skills, it will challenge anyone. It has a very strong competitive spirit. Man, oh man, it's like I'm looking at myself in a mirror, guys. Am I right? Just slug you without warning. <laughs> um... I don't think of this as pink. What? I don't. What are you talking about? I think of this as like a little like taupey purple dude. Oh, I'm sorry. He's ma he's a mauve yeah, child. Yeah, this is a mauve child, Forgive Joda. me. I should have said <laughs> that you encountered a mauve child and running at you violently. And the fact that it's violently. a mauve child makes it even more of a middle schooler. <laughs> Everybody knows that mauve is the edgiest of the pinkish colors. So is that your turn? Yeah, that was a real success in my book. Great. Love that. Love that journey for you. It is Lotsa's oh turn now. Lotsa is going to try to use bind because what else is she going to do but just try to hug this bird? And she misses because the bird is out of reach. <laughs> Wait, no. Actually, actually. Uh, uh. Four plus three is a seven. So it's a mixed success. Who knew? Ha 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 ha. And what bind does, it does the damage, which is gonna be, oh, actually not, not the worst thing in the world. It's gonna be two points of damage, but at least it's something. But more importantly, one of the tags of bind, uh, it has the binding tag. On a hit, the opposing Pokemon becomes grappled. On subsequent turns, this Pokemon may automatically inflict damage equal to its attack scores and extra action. At the beginning of their turns, opposing Pokemon can roll to tough it out, plus might ending the condition on a full success. So until it busts out of the big hug, Lots is gonna hug this little baby eagle thing and keep it from flying away. So that's what's going on on Lucas' turn. Then we're back up to the burb. Uh, I'm a little baby eagle. Is still in the bind, still just living that hug life, but then is also, just while it's here, actually, it's going to, as it starts trying to struggle and everything, gonna use hone claws. Hone in your claws. Hone your claws. Take care of them. Get a pedicure every now and then. <laughs> Guys, it's really bad right now. The parodies aren't even parodies. We're just singing. It's just regular. It's a lot of, lot of uncanned pearl getting out. It's just a lot of things being said, and it's not really anything. It's not anything. Great. So. In the <laughs> the bird uses hone claws, and those claws are looking pretty honed, pretty sharp. Meanwhile, the Tyrogue. I really like this Pokemon. The mauve child. I feel like Pearl is just gonna try to talk to him. Look, look, we just need a place to stay. 
uh, is I going really to... I really see a lot of myself in you. <laughs> <laughs> we could be enemies. It's like the parent trap. Do you have a mom and a dad that were on a cruise ship? Tap <laughs> Oh my gosh! Let's show the split pictures! Oh my gosh, Pearl's mom is a tie rogue. Oh no. <laughs> Anybody know that scene in Parent Trap where they show the parents of the pictures of their parents on the cruise ship? This I is me and Ty Rogue right now. I feel it it would have to be like a hit on top at best. <laughs> nah, it's Tyrogue. An unevolved yeah. An unevolved Tyrogue. I'm dead! <laughs> It's my Lindsay but Lohan scene. Your mother was not. It's my Lindsay Lohan scene. Uh, Tyrone does a point of damage to Levy as he, as he punches because? him, and then he's like, Ow. It's because I'm speaking Ow. truth, man. You so know. Sharp. You can't focus because I'm telling you the truth. So sharp. Listen, listen. I have a necklace that says Pearl. You have a necklace that says Tyrone. I'm going to roll. I'm going to roll 2d6. Do you leave in England with a fancy butler? Five plus five, a, a full success. The Tyrogue does have like a little chain with like a tiny medallion on it. You don't Shut up! No, this is worse than Jake Lee's with the Mr. Mime. Shut up! This is my long lost twin! <laughs> <laughs> it's your turn, Pearl. I've never had a father, and you never had a mother. Addy, don't you realize? <laughs> oh no, she's gonna do a full parent trap now. <laughs> Wait, what am I doing? Uh, what are you doing? It's your know, turn. Man. It's your action. I'm rolling to hit, even though I don't want to hit my twin. I guess let's just do Shadow Rush again. Great. Shadow Rush. Cool. What'd you get to hit? Seven plus one, eight. Eight. A mixed success. Good. Oh, hey, also roll to tough it out plus my... Six. Six. Tyrog punches Levy again. Just because I pierced your ears in a bad way doesn't mean you can take it out on me, <laughs> Tyrog. For another three points of damage. <laughs> from his shape the field. His shape the field is just that he's like, anytime he gets an opening, he go to punch. Especially like if Levy looks away for just a second, like, bang out, bah, there he goes. Oh my gosh. But great, yeah, Shadow Rush is gonna hit, so it's just the D6 though. Just one? Just one D6. I can live with that, four. Four points of damage. Tyrogue takes two points. Ah, oh, dang, I gotta change out Levy. Looks like he's in the yellow though. So uh, is that your full turn then for yes. you? Great. Yes. All right, then Luca, as an extra action, lots of gonna squeeze. And she squeezes the burb for five points of damage. Burb. She squeezed the burb, and then she does attempt to, like, while she's got it, the hug kind of turns into a chokehold for a second, and she does just try to hit it real good with a force palm. And that is gonna be an 11 total. 11 total for the force Ooh, palm. Oh, things are popping off. Dunk. I've never had a mother, and you've never had a father. <laughs> Pearl is going full quotes on Parent Trap with this Tyrogue now. Oh my gosh. She deals five points of damage. Uh, oh, just kidding. It's going to be three because fighting move. Uh, but she deals three points of damage to Burb. Burb! Burb! That is then going to take us back up to the top uh, to the Burb, who's still stuck, but is going to, now that it is used hone claws, attempt to scratch and peck its way out of the good hug. Oh, <laughs> two ones. Oof. You hate to see it. So I'm gonna fly, no I'm not. I'm gonna fly, <laughs> no I'm not. gonna fly. <laughs> uh, as it, again, it's, well, you know, lots is hugging and has the burb currently facing away. And so it tries to like scratch with its little talons or peck with its beak and just no nothing doing there. Meanwhile, you're a mauve brother. I look at I look at that one. I'm like, don't fight it. Don't fight it like this burb. The Tyrogue deals. Uh, what is Levy's uh, defense again? Five. Oh, his defense is five? Yeah. Wowza. So much defense. I'm a pine cone. And then I'll become a tank. That's only one point of damage then, because that was six. I, well, Tyrogue was feeling good about himself, but he forgot about the defense stat of the Pineco, I That's see. That's right, and you can't deny the fact that there's some uncanny similarities. Oh, man, oh, man. All right, back to your turn, Pearl. Okay, Pearl starts to get a popsicle, and Tyrogue lifts up its eyes, and it's like it's saying, how can you think of a food at a time like this? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very specific line in the movie. Okay. Such a specific uh -huh. niche <laughs> reference. 
that's how you know. And then I look at his haircut. I'm like, wait, what if I cut my hair and then we do a swap? Okay. I Luke think is like, you've already done that haircut. When? Back in the Bolet City gym. That was my hair? You did a mohawk. Oh, uh, you're right. And I rocked it. Shadow Rush. It looked good. Undeniably. Seven. Seven. Oh, I didn't tough it out. Yeah, roll, roll tough it out. Oh, there it is. Nine. All right, Levy only takes two points of damage from getting punched that time. Tyrogue just hits a particularly spiky part as he's like, bang, bang, and just, you know, clenches. But then with a what for Shadow Rush? Uh, I think it was a seven. Great, seven. Great. Go ahead and roll just the D6. You're not adding. One. A point of damage, a point of damage to to your brother. Panko's like, but it's your brother. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's not your brother. Uh, but is that your turn? Yeah. Cool. Meanwhile. Sure is. Oh, I'll Pokedex the other one. The Pokedex the other one? Great. You Pokedex the other one. Little tiny bagel. Almost said bagel. <laughs> I did eat Little a bagel. Little tiny for, bagel. <laughs> I did eat a bagel for breakfast. I mean, Luga. I guess if you wanted to call a baby eagle a bagel, you could. Luca, if you catch this Pokemon, please name it bagel. Okay, thanks. <laughs> you scanned the burb with your Pokedex, and it says, Rufflet, the eaglet Pokemon. They will challenge anything, even strong opponents, without fear. Their frequent fights help them become stronger. I love this duo. I really like both of these things together. These are just, this is a rowdy couple of buds right here. I mean, here. tell me, I mean, Luca, you're also looking in the mirror, right? <laughs> I, I am not a bird. That's what you think. <laughs> so as you have scanned the burb, you are now aware of the fact that it is a rufflet. Meanwhile, on Luca's turn, first of all, bonus action, hug, as he deals two points of damage to the rufflet, but then he's just gonna have lots of squeeze harder and technically use tackle because he's got a fighting Pokemon out against a bird. And a squeeze and just barely, just barely gets a good squeeze in there for two points of damage, only a mixed success, two points. But the the burb is just looking like, its feathers are very ruffled. Uh, Rufflet is ruffled (laughs) and the rufflets have ridges. Uh, he's also got a bag of potato chips in its talon. Uh, but it's back up to the top for Rufflet, who is no longer stuck, breaks out, ah, with its little tiny eaglet call, flies up in the air a little bit, and then goes to peck the tiny bear. That is going to be a full success as well. Wow. Natural 10. Natural 10 for that peck. Not a great damage roll, though but adds a nice little bit. So that's going to be, that's eight super effective points of damage to Lotsa. <sighs> Darn. Hey, did you know you could actually hear their cry? Let's listen to it for a second. Whoa. Dang. That's what, that's what bird sounds like. Wait, no, that was hip. Uh, that was myself. That was Tyro. Oh, sounded like a bird. Let's listen to Rufflet now, guys. Sorry, I just found this out. I think it's fascinating. Okay, here we go. Oh, whoa. (laughs) It's like a bad party popper. (laughs) (laughs) Also, nothing will beat the little silhouettes when they have shape. Oh, my god. On this wiki page, it's great. Oh, man, oh, man. All right, Tyrogue is going to, on its turn, try to, uh, since his other shape, the field, is going to fade away, uh, he's going to try to shape the field now to try to find a weak spot uh, in Levy's armor here. And that is going to be (laughs) a mixed success with an eight. So Tyrogue is going to go with uh, using Might. He's going to do M7 where he can ignore Levy's defense when he's using Might-based attacks. But you also get to pick one from the list. You can pick one from the might list or if, uh, what is Levy's highest uh, story stat actually? Is it might? Um, Yes, it is might. Great, so you can also pick one from the might list. So which one would you like to do? When they're close to me. Okay, the one that where they're close, they take damage? Yeah. Great, so that's gonna be M1. So you're rocking M1 and then Tyrogue's got M7, cool. Then it is back to your turn, Pearl. I look down, I'm dressed exactly like Tyrogue. Oh, no, what? Oh, no, why? What? <laughs> You're only wearing pants? <laughs> or are you wearing a mauve shirt? <laughs> what just happened? I switched back into my normal outfit. It was a mauve shirt. <laughs> and it also had earmuffs. 
Okay. Earmuffs? Oh, yeah, just to cover little, your ears? The little circles. <laughs> Shadow Rush. Everything has become pure chaos <laughs> since we've changed. <laughs> I was already chaos, but it's even more. That and the fact that it's been so long since we recorded. It's all just... It's all Let just it happen! Off. It is a... Nine. Boop, 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 Nine. Boop. Great. So one d six damage for your shadow rush. Nine. Okay. Five. Great. Cool. It's gonna be three points of damage. Oh fudge! I forgot I was supposed to switch out Pineco. I got too so distracted in my own story. Hey, uh, Sarah, have you been adding your extra damage for Ace Trainer? No. <laughs> you want to add your extra yeah, damage for Ace Trainer? I would love to do that, that too. Thing that helps battle go fast. Right too. An extra two, yes. So that was five points of damage all said and done there. It's a miracle someone taught me how to read. Like, honestly, this is so rough, yo. Jonah's so patient. Just taking things into account retroactively. Also, it's fine. We did. You didn't use your uh, ace trainer extra damage last episode either. I'm fighting myself, guys. (laughs) You played yourself. It's a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde situation. So with that in mind, Tyrogue looks very much in the red. Oh, cool. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> but that is your turn then? Yes. Great. Luca is going to, uh, let's see. Oh, since the bird has gotten out, it looks like it's not quite in the yellow yet. He's he's thinking about catching the bird, old bagel here. Ooh. Just think about it. He doesn't really have, like, flying things. <laughs> 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 so this could actually be pretty good for coverage, this little guy. Uh, this little rowdy boy over here. All right, so cool. Uh, but first off, to try to take down that HP a little bit more, that health a little bit more, Lots is going to try to bind again, just to try to give her human dad a good little shot. Good little shot at throwing that ball. And that's going to be a full success with a 12 total, 9 plus 3. Booyah! Boom! So that is going to be 8 points of damage to the rufflet and... Because of the bind, it is now grappled, which will make it helpful for catching stuff if it just stays grappled a little bit longer. Sweet. That is Luca's turn. Meanwhile, the burb. The burb. Is still bound by bind, but does get a full success to peck the teddy bear. My teddy bear. That's four points of damage to Lotza because of Fluffy. Ah-ha-ha-ha! My teddy bear is the fluffiest. You try to peck, but you are just rust. <laughs> you and I will hug forever in a land called Truffle Tower. Tyrogue Ty Punch again. He's done with his parody, folks. <laughs> he wants it fast, he wants it sharp, he cut it! No, it'll be there. No, I know, unfortunately. <laughs> and that's six points of damage to Levy. Uh, what? Yes, six points of damage to Levy as Tyrogue just, like, jumps up and just gets in a, in a full, full just, like, suplex, just grabs this pine cone, ignoring his defenses, finding a weak spot when Levy wasn't looking. Full sucker punch. Ah! And it is your turn, Pearl. Enough! I'm going to try to catch him. Nice. With what kind of ball? Uh, just a normal one. Cool. 2d6. Booyah. What do I add? Uh, what did you get? Nine. Nine. Well, I'm going to say taking into account all of the extra ace trainer damage that you didn't uh, put in there, uh, it's an extra plus two if the target Pokemon is below 10% health, uh, is not suffering from a status effect, and isn't uh, unaware or restrained, and you do not have any of the things uh, that would give a penalty. So your total is an 11. Oh, drum roll, folks. Let's see if I made it or not. As you throw the Pokeball, uh, while this mauve child is attempting to wrestle your pine cone, and while he's distracted, gets sucked up into the Pokeball, which falls to the ground. It don't, shakes once. Don't fight this. Twice. Come on, you know we're the same. A third time. And clicks. Woo! I run around in a circle. You do. High knees. <laughs> High knees, you're running around in a circle. And as you catch it, Luca also throws a ball at the rufflet. A great ball, to be exact. And as he tosses that ball, the rufflet gets sucked up into the ball. Shakes once, twice, 
a third time. It sits for a moment. It thinks about it. But with a total of seven, just barely Whoa! clicks. Yeah! Woo! I high five Luca. Yes, power five. Friendship power five. Woo! Sully's like, all right. Love to see it. You just love to see it. Thanks, guys. Sorry, I totally sweat through my shirt. And Ringo's like, well, that wasn't too bad. He actually seems like he enjoyed that a little Whoa. bit. Whoa. I'm, I'm tempted to say something back, but I bite my tongue. <laughs> you do, you do? Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> so, uh, you and Luca have got a Tyrogue and a Rufflet. Your Tyrogue is level five. Yes. Uh, has 20 health. Was it uh, like one or two out of that 20? <laughs> considering all of that extra damage. You know, he he's technically bashful, but he got a lot more rowdy. So uh, uh, Yeah, no way is he bashful. No, no that way, does not no way, fit. no way. Unless it really is an alter ego. No, 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 no. I'm going to say he's serious because both bashful and serious don't change any stats, actually. Okay. Uh, so he's a serious Tyro. Yeah, that's right. We got to catch them all. Serious about hitting stuff. <laughs> and then... Luca has caught a rufflet. It is a male rufflet. Level five. Nature is brave. A brave bird. <laughs> Which will be ironic later. And that's that's what y'all got. Woo! You got a bird and you got a boy. As you uh, cross over the sort of uh, threshold, uh, the perimeter of this uh, area here, this sheltered area, I, I can only assume that once you catch those pokies, you, you go in. <laughs> Yes, we do. Nice, 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 nice. As you enter this space, like I said, uh, it has a loose sort of perimeter of rocks and stones and things. Uh, but then inside, as you come in there, looking around, there is actually uh, weirdly some relatively, uh, you know, not not a huge jungle by any means, but there is a sort of oasis here. There is some greenery, some taller trees that go up past that uh, sort of uh, rocky perimeter on the edges. The rocks on the edge are, like I said, are not like a sort of solid wall, uh, but just sort of, you know, it, it, there's just a bunch of big rocks that may have always been there, may have been placed there. Uh, you don't know. But there is also, you know, a small pool of water. And you know, as you look around, I think that you can see a, a little bit of other movement in other places. But certainly two of the more aggressive inhabitants uh, of this area uh, have been dealt with now. We took down their leaders and now they respect us. Right, Seely? Or, or. That's right. And we start um, putting out lawn chairs. <laughs> you put out lawn chairs. Yes, you, you shake the sand out of them <laughs> from the little and bag. The yes, in the seashells, uh, and you do. You set out little lawn chairs and you, you chill out. <laughs> <laughs> but as you all have uh, come into this area, I mean, what do you want to check it out anymore? Do you want to just chill for the like rest of the afternoon into the evening? It is late afternoon at this point. I don't know. I, I think we'll we'll chill. Up to y'all. I don't know. I just am freaked out by how dangerous this desert is, you know? Sure. Um, there's a lot Fair. we have encountered, so I'm perfectly content to chill. Cool. Well, as you're chilling, uh, yeah, you guys can go ahead and just kind of chill out for the evening. Take your take your rest, uh, as it were. Hello friends, Jonah here to say thank you for listening to Postcards from Pearl. Tonight I'm back with another installment of My In-Laws Are Asleep in the Next Room, but I'm recording these announcements anyway, ASMR. We've been plugging away recording as much as possible since Sarah and I are both going to be busy this fall with various theater gigs, but we have now recorded up through episode 81 and things are getting real juicy, y'all. That is the joy and curse of building up a big backlog of episodes, but we cannot wait for y'all to hear the stuff that's coming up. 
I'm still making tweaks and updates in Pocket Monster Fight as we go, and even though this episode was recorded with an older version, in the present we are on beta version 2.1, and I've got some more updates planned. All good stuff to help your games run smoother and keep those battles fast and exciting. If you want to play the most up-to-date version of PMF, you can hop into the Quest Company Discord, download it, and give it a try. We've got a couple of different groups of playtesters who've been trying stuff out, given feedback which has been awesome and super helpful for me i have loved hearing about the kids adventures on the beach and the hijinks of new team nasty recruits and i would love to hear about your adventures I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our fabulous partner, Dice Envy. This week, check out the new Midnight Sigil set, appropriate for these late-night announcements. You've spent countless hours of study learning the runes and shapes of power, and spent thousands of gold on components to cast the ritual. The circles are complete. The portents are clear. These numbers, forged in darkness and bound in gold, await your bidding. If you're looking to add to your dice hoard, you can get 10% off of your purchase at Dice Envy by going to DiceEnvy.com slash QuestCo or by using the promo code QuestCo at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. If you're a fan of what we do here on Quest Company Jr. and you'd like to give us a boost, please go over to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. We really want to continue increasing our visibility and reaching new people with this podcast, and you leaving us a nice rating and review is a big and easy way that you can help us do just that. You should probably leave the unexpected ASMR out of your review. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Jr. and you would like to take that next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. Massive shout out and thank you to our newest patron, Janice. Thank you so much for supporting the show and for contributing directly to the work that we are doing on on and off mic, which includes making Pocket Monster Fight. If you'd like to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjunior.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at Questco Junior. You can also come hang out with us in our Quest Company Discord. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast, and that is especially true for independent shows like ours. So we would love to see you posting about the podcast and telling your friends about us. If we see you tweeting about us or posting fan art using hashtag Junior or hashtag postcards from Pearl, you might get a character named after you on the show. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you would like to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. Quest Company Jr. is a proud member of Podicon Go, a group of independent podcasts supporting high-quality content that's fun for the whole family. Podicon Go is your reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcast that everyone can enjoy, with shows ranging from animal facts to stories to audio dramas to RPG actual plays and more. Check them out at podicongo.com. This week, we want to highlight the Just the Zoo of Us podcast. You'll hear their promo at the end of these announcements. I'd like to take a moment to thank all of the amazing artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Foolboy Media for the song Video Game Land. Thank you to Glitch X City for a bunch of music this week. Pokemon Diamond and Pearl Route 201 featuring Helen, X and Y Super Training Remix, Black and White Route 10 Remix Version 2, Viridian Forest Remix, Mystery Dungeon Hidden Highland Remix, and Sun and Moon 10 Carat Hill Remix. Thank you to Insane in the Rain Music for the song Valor Lakefront, Thank you to Daniel Ran and Materia Collective for the song The Sleeping Sky. Thank you to Coyote Hearing for the song Fun House. And thank you to Kyle Preston for the songs A Sea Change and Rise. And thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing the ambient sounds. But not these ambient sounds. All those... Crispy, crunchy D6s just waiting to be rolled in your very own Pocket Monster Fight campaign.
<laughs> That's all for me, so let's get back to the action. Thank you for joining us here at Quest Company Junior. friends, this is Ellen Weatherford. Do you like animals? Do you enjoy arbitrarily rating things out of 10? Can you tolerate puns? If so, join me and my husband Christian over at Just the Zoo of Us for a weekly review of your favorite animal species. Just the Zoo of Us is available on Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast apps. You can find us at anchor.fm slash just the zoo of us. See you soon. So, as you all chill out in your lawn chairs and everything, you all can go ahead and uh, take your rest for the evening if you like, uh, and just kind of hang out for the rest of the time. Uh, like uh, I said, it, like, is, it oh. is a little sort of oasis here, so if you want to check it out at all and just kind of see if you can see anything else in the area, you can. If you want to take it easy breezy and, you know, chill with your squad, uh, it's up to you. I mean, I think me and Luca will, like, once we're all settled and um, Sully feels good, we'll walk around and see what there is to see. But maybe we do like a spa or something together. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, go ahead and just as you're checking everything out, go ahead and uh, roll the survey environment. One or two? Two D6 plus instinct. Nice. Ten. Ten. A ten total. Awesome. As you survey the environment, uh, which questions from the survey environment list would you like to ask? Is there a resource here I can use? What was your roll, though? An eleven? Actually, you know what? Nah, nah, nah. What is hidden here? And yes, my role was 11. Great. So you get two questions. Oh, great. What is hidden here is the resource I can use. Great. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, yes to both. Yeah. Uh, well, not yes to what is hidden here. That That is not an appropriate answer. But there is certainly a resource here that you can use. Yes. The resource that is hidden here. Ho, 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 ho. Tell you what. Just roll one D6 for me. Three. A three. Cool. Another locket explaining the history of my past. Gasp. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, no, actually. Oh, this makes sense. You have found a Rostberry tree. Ooh, hello. So you're able to get a Rostberry, which makes sense that you would find this in this sort of hot desert oasis, this this place of cool and respite, because a Rostberry cures the burned condition on one Pokemon. So that is the resource that you can use, is that there is a, a berry tree here that you pluck. You now have a rost berry. But then also, what is hidden here? Scoping things out, I think that some of the main things that you notice is that obviously, like I said, uh, since this is by far, you know, the lushest area for a while, uh, there are definitely other Pokemon here who are, you know, just sort of hidden around the place, but may, uh, like I said, be uh, less aggro than the Tyrogue and Rufflet. <laughs> but that there are certainly more Pokemon around. You see the telltale signs of, you know, little tracks and things near the uh, sort of muddy, sandy area near the actual uh, watering hole. Hi, no need to be afraid. No need to be fearful, guys. Um, me and... Me and my twin are really, we're Tyrogue and I, we're on good terms. <laughs> but also, uh, with your full success there for what's hidden, I think that you have uh, a bit of geographical awareness. Uh, and you, uh, as you're sitting here and scoping things out around you, you realize you've actually been moving toward a lower elevation for like the past few hours. And past where this sort of lonely oasis is, the uh, elevation seems to increase again. So uh, you, you must be in some sort of large, shallow basin, and this lonely oasis is at its lowest point. Okay, that makes sense. And additionally, some of the stones that are sort of, you know, on the perimeter, they actually, some of them look like they are not just stones that would be there naturally. Some of them seem as though they were moved a long time ago, uh, but were moved. Uh, some of them seem as though, like, at some point, they might have actually been cut stone for some sort of structure or something like that, but just over time, uh, with the weather and just uh, a 
erosion and everything else, you know, they have uh, sort of worn down to to somebody who didn't think to look for it. You know, they, they seem as though, yeah, they could be normal stones or whatever. But yeah, looking at it, you can tell that some of these were actually part of something else at one point. But now I've sort of found their way here. Look, we're at an old camping site. Uh, something Easy. like that. Yeah. Weird. Uh, uh, Ringo burps. Gross. <laughs> well, ain't an old camping site. Well, I mean, I guess it's a, I guess it's a campus. I'm sure people, plenty of people camped out here or whatever. I don't know. Well, what do you know about it then? It's like, can't be said to me. I mean, yeah, it's a campus site. Sure. Yeah, whatever. Oh. It's a campus site now. We're using it like that. Why not? What are you playing at, man? What do you know? Geography. I know the seas. <laughs> <laughs> Just not the land stuff. Well, well, well. What are we? Two different characters who have different points of view? <laughs> <laughs> who would have thought it'd come to this? Who would have thought rocks would have done it? <laughs> Man, now I get it. <laughs> <laughs> you sure we can't gag him, Sully? No, I mean, I'll just, I don't know. It's, it's just a long ride. You know, I feel you bad about it. You know the sass I'm getting, though, right? Yeah, no, you're fine. Sully just says, oh, no, Ringo, what are you talking about? Stop doing whatever it is he's, a, he's antagonizing me. Quit sulking around. Pushing my buttons. <laughs> he just says, I, I'm, I'm just messing around. It's just, this area used to be another lake. Kind of like Lake Chanterelle. Really? Yeah, long, long time ago. Long, long time ago. What happened? Dried up. Oh, just weather? Uh, not quite. I mean, a little bit of weather, I suppose. Did uh, a legendary come in and burn it down? No. Or suck it with a straw? <laughs> nah, legendary Pokemon didn't come suck it up with a straw. No, people did. Oh. Yeah, no. Tuck in for a downer, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a downer. It's just what happened. No, there was, I mean, this was this was a long time ago. Thousands, thousands of years ago. Oh, okay, cool. No, 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 yeah, but no. Criminy said, yeah, what, you ain't you ain't done your history lessons? I paid Dude, attention to some things I, I don't doubt it for a second. I'm just saying Boating Scroll has a very different curriculum. Mm, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> no, uh, Criminy City was actually, it was originally built on the edge of this here lake. It was Criminy Lake, but started drying up. Yeah, it didn't fully dry up, but it was it was starting to. The water levels were going down and everything. When the lake started drying up, they just went up and moved the whole town. It was really more of a town at that point than a city, though. Uh, but people figured out the lake was fed from uh, an underground spring over to the west. So, they, yeah, they just went up and moved the town right smack dab above that. You know, they'd have had, you know, what we got today, they probably, or at least, you know, had some decent Pokemon trainers around. They probably could have opened up whatever was, you know, blocking the flow of the lake, been all fine and dandy. Uh, but instead, they went and made their own pumps and irrigation and plumbing and all that, and it sucked the lake all the way dry. So I guess, I guess this is all that's left. I, I don't really come out here too much on account of, you know, and he just points up in the air with his two tied together hands and just, there's two just like man to buzz circling. Huh, that is so interesting. Yeah, so this is what it is. So, yeah, I reckon this is about all that's left uh, I, where the plug was pulled, as it were. Oh, oh, I thought there was more to that business. No, 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 just <laughs> like a bathtub. Oh, gotcha. Well, cool. Thanks for filling us in. You are very welcome. Good for something around here on my way to prison, I can only assume. Do you know how to put a worm on a fishing wire? I could easily tell you that. Boating school covers it. I know a lot of na- knots. Yeah, what, you Captain Tying Knots? Yeah, you know it. <laughs> yeah, I know how to fish. I've fished before. I, I, I've caught some mighty fine Magikarp in my day. <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking about Magikarp, man. I'm talking about fish. The real stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what, Goldine? Barboach? <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep throwing them out there, man. Whiskash? Yeah, more. Seeking? Uh-huh, <laughs> all of those, man. <laughs> The, the real nice tropical ones, too. Oh, yeah, Bruxish, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> love, love disc? Yeah, Leafeon, too. That's not a fish. Shoot! <laughs> Luca! <laughs> I mean, he's right. It's not a fish. All right, well, I've caught some fish. <laughs> so, yeah, you've, you've been informed by Ringo, of all people, that this apparently, uh, this desert basin that you're in used to be... Uh, 
Criminy Lake, apparently, a long time ago, but things have changed. Very cool. Here in this southern part of the region. Very interesting. Is that pretty much all? Are you just going to hang out near the water in your lawn chairs and everything else before you all uh, get ready to bed down for the evening? Yeah, that's it for me. Cool. Lucas says, oh, hey, can I uh, can I try the thing with the uh, with the radiant stone again? Yeah, totally. All right, all right. We're going to give it a go. We're going to give it a go. All right. Uh, okay. And he's going to attempt to use the radiant stone. Max is going to help. Looking real X games over here. Super cool Lucario. <laughs> uh, but he's going to go to try to help him out. So, yes, with the Radiant Stone, it's a little bit different than it was when I originally gave you its item description, obviously. Uh, still looks the same, but basically now, once per day, uh, instead of doing Arcana, uh, you need to accept challenge plus logic. And with that, uh, you need a, a full success on that uh, to attempt to teach one of your Pokemon an egg move available to that Pokemon's evolutionary line. And because Max has the mystical feature, as does Darla, with the mystical feature, he gets an extra plus one to lend a hand rolls using logic and adds an extra plus one to whatever boost it gives you by lending a hand when you're dealing with a magical place, object, or being. So Max is going to try to lend a hand first. And uh, <laughs> with his minus one, but the plus one for mystical, it actually evens out to a zero. And Ooh. so he comes out with a nine. Oh, he comes okay. out with a nine. Yes. Bon bonus wise, he comes out to a zero. But then for what he actually rolls, he gets a nine on that lend a hand roll. So on lend a hand, gives him a plus one to the roll, which means an extra plus two because of the mystical feature. He adds that extra plus one. So then Luca rolling plus logic. <laughs> It's a seven total, so not quite as, like, he's got it in his hand, and he's, like, squinting really, and, like, focusing. He's like, come on, come on. And Lucario has got, like, these these auras, these turquoise auras around his little paws uh, as he, like, tries to lift it up into the air. They were trying to teach something to, to Toofus as he's like, come on, come on. Ah, ow, 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 oh, uh, ah, oh, it's like brain freeze. Oh, geez. And Max, too, is like, ah. Dang, dude! Here, have an orange slice. Thank you. Alright, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Didn't quite get it. Should I try? I mean, yeah, if you want to. Who you want to try to teach a move to? Mudslide and Pebble! Double combo! Oh, okay. The Kangaskhan is just like, Kanga. You love it. She, she's just looking at you like she's just got an eye on you until you brush your teeth. Well, uh, hey, this is a thank you. I haven't had... I haven't had a piece of candy lodged in there for two whole days. <laughs> uh, cool. So is Darla helping you? Sure. Cool. All right. So as you hold on to the radiant stone, uh, Darla's eyes begin to glow. Uh, the tips of the tail again with that turquoise energy. And then this fiery gem in the middle of her forehead glows with that. Uh, nice. It's a sunny, sunny, sunny stone. All right, so go ahead and uh, first of all, roll plus logic for Darla. Two. As she attempts to lend a hand. Yes, two D6 plus logic. Oh, booyah. I just rolled high, guys. Five and a six plus logic. Oh, negative one. Well, it evens out because uh -huh. of the plus one for mystical. Oh, cool. So 11. Great. Oh, a full success. Great. So that is going to be, since for Linda Hand, on a 10 plus, you give him a plus two year roll. Uh, with Mystical, that's going to be a plus three. So go ahead and uh, roll, and you have, I think that your logic is a zero, if I remember correctly. Yep. So it's 2d6 plus three for you. Nine. Nine. Uh, nine, you get real close as uh, Mudslide and Pebble are like right there and the Kangaskhan's looking kind of skeptical of like, what's this nonsense? Pebble loves it. Yeah, Pebble is super in. Mudslide, mm, questionable. Uh, but Pebble very much into what's happening right now. Uh, as you like are holding it and Darla's got it, the Radiant Stone actually lifts out of your hands a little bit and like this sort of uh, sunny looking tendril starts wafting toward the Kangaskhan before Whoa, uh, it fizzles out. Jam! And Jackie just tosses an orange <laughs> slice at your face. And then uh, Mudslide just goes to cut some more orange slices. Yes. <laughs> She's over it. Also, did you keep did you keep Tyrogue with you, or did you send her to the PC? Uh, I think I had to send her to the PC, but I would like to keep her with me. So I guess PC right now. Awesome. That was going to affect how hard Jackie threw the orange slice at you. <laughs> 
That's funny. <laughs> there might have been a little jealousy oh, if, wow. if, that, if that gangly child was still around. Oh, wow. Good to know. But did you nickname the Tyrogue? No. Gotcha. You holding on to it? Yeah, I'm thinking I think about that, it. I think that I'm legally obligated to nickname the Rufflet Bagel now. <laughs> I love it. So, yep. The Rufflet will be Bagel. Rufflet is also in the PC for now. Okay, guys. Anybody else think Bagel is the best name we've ever heard for Pokemon ever on this show? Raise your hand. Yep, me too. Me too, Seely. All right, cool. So, uh, as nighttime really rolls in deep now, uh, y'all set up watch rotation and everything. And uh, which, which watch do you want? I'll do the first. Cool. Go ahead and just on your watch, roll uh, 2d6 plus instinct. Eight. With an eight, uh, pretty much what you notice, it seems like at this point, again, Ringo has just sort of resigned himself to the fact that y'all are taking him in. He knows good and well that he's outnumbered, and also it's the middle of the desert, and oh, he doesn't really have a means of getting out. Fudge! I didn't want him to know we had the Radiant Stone, though. Whoops! Dang it! Classic moment, guys. <laughs> Whenever you watch a movie and you think, how could they do that? It, it can actually happen. I promise. Moving back to that scene, as as the Radiant Stone was floating and glowing and everything, and they were trying to do the stuff with it, we look just in the background of the shot, and we see Ringo see what was happening. Dang it! He totally saw it. He knows! He totally saw. So anyway, with that said, uh, Ringo's asleep on your watch. It, again, it seems like he's kind of just resigned himself to the fact that y'all have him outnumbered, and he ain't going anywhere except to the authorities. Me and Pebble are like dancing a little bit with Seely, like two, two Pebbles, one family. And so uh, Mudslide's <laughs> just like buying her time until this watch is done. Yeah. And then we all, when it's time to switch, we all cuddle with Mudslide. Yeah. Uh, also, before you switch out though, go ahead and roll 3d6. How hard are you getting attacked? Oh, four. Four. <laughs> You just see, like, for a second, it's it's toward the end of the watch when you're, like, getting sleepy and Mudslide's like, all right, look, time for bed. Like, yeah, you, I'm your watch is up. And for a second, you're like, wait, no, but that rock is moving. Why is that rock moving? And then you're like, oh, it's a Geo, dude. That actually feels like <laughs> me all the time in, when in reality. Like. <laughs> uh, there was just a Geo dude over near some other rocks. And you're okay. like, what is going on with this rock? Oh, it's a Geo dude. Okay. <laughs> but that's the end of your watch, and then you, you swap off with Luca. I tell Luca, watch out the rocks movement. He's like, what are you talking the about? The rocks movement. Geodude's everywhere. And you go to sleep. One rocks. But as Luca takes his watch and Sully takes her watch, the morning comes around once again, and you all hop on your various mounts. I check where the radiant stone is. Well... Let me make Luca and Sully's rolls for their watches. Oh, yeah, Luca got a natural 12, and Sully got a 9. Yeah, certainly Luca, like, eyes like a hawk all night. Love it. Love to see that focus and determination. Mm-hmm. With Bagel, you can do anything. <laughs> So, as you all hop up onto your various mounts, onto the Ponytaw, the Rhyhorn, and the Pyroar, you all start moving along over the course of the morning. Uh, you all, I think, leave pretty early so you can, you know, try not to travel during the uh, hottest part of the day. Try to get that early start of it. And you all start making your way as you are uh, trying to get out of this basin of this uh, apparent former lake. Uh, interestingly enough. And as you start going west, you see some more, uh, again, of these rocks and things just sort of around the place. And um, uh, as you're going along, I think that you notice even more so uh, just similar things if you see more of these stones that seem as though they, again, were part of other structures at some point that, you know, whether it's people moved them because of whatever reason, or if, and more likely, Pokemon moved them to make their own sort of, you know, semi-shelters and other things like that, just sort of from just the scrap that's around. You pass by some more of these things as you all make your way up onto the uh, sort of western part of this base and making your way kind of up and out. And 
as the morning passes on, you all can start to see uh, a little more clearly now on the horizon. You can actually start seeing the outline of the city as it looks like you'll be there by evening. But as you all are riding westward, go ahead and uh, roll 3d6 for you and 3d6 for Luca. 10. Okay. 15. With a 10 and a 15. Ooh, 15 is actually pretty good on that scale of 1 to 18. Uh, with a 15, again, it's like sort of ominous as you all are making your way out of this area here because you know it's it's almost like there's it's not ruins because there's not sort of one large you know like structure or you know the full-on remains of this is what the city was but it's just that you see hints of what used to be long long ago uh and there's you know a a, a waft of a breeze here and there every now and then you know just little things uh here and there where you almost feel an unease at some points as you're making your way along but as you are going through uh, making your way into this sort of old criminy area, yeah, looking around with the 10 and the 15, you see a movement of some sort of, you're like, whoa, was that a skull? Uh, you see something like poking out from behind a rock. I did not sleep good last night, guys. And Lucas sees a skittering of some sort of reptile. But that is where we'll pick up next time. Mudslide, hold me. Daniel here from the Happy Go Lucky Podcast. The show you've just been listening to is part of the new and upcoming Podicon Go Podcasting Network. What is Podicon Go, you ask? We're a group of independent creators that are committed to creating, distributing, and supporting content that is clean, fun, and appropriate for all ages. Thank you for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe and show your love for this show with a five-star review. Every time you do, you're helping to support family-friendly content for everyone to enjoy. Postcards from Pearl is a fan-made podcast and is not affiliated with Nintendo, Game Freak, or the Pokemon Company.